It's Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. P. Allen Smith is an award-winning garden and lifestyle designer and host of the public television program P. Allen Smith's Garden Home. And he knows that gardens aren't just for summer or spring. In fact, he he really considers them to be a year-round bounty in our homes. And he's joining us today on Amy's Table to talk about some ideas for autumn. Hello, Alan. How are you? I'm very well, Amy. And how are you? Good. You know, every time I look through your beautiful books, I'm so inspired. And of course, you've got such great landscapes, such a great home. But what should we be doing now in our gardens, even though summer's behind us, to prepare for next year? Well, there are a lot of things that can go on now. As you've mentioned, I do see gardening as a 12-month out-of-the-year activity. The fall is one of the best times. Some of the things that we've been doing just this week, uh, we've been beginning to plant daffodil bulbs, and we plant um, large drifts of those every year. We also plant quite a few of them in containers, and we stack those up in the container, um, you know, like three layers of them to get a really exceptional bloom in the spring. And um, now's the time to buy bulbs. Uh, in fact, my um, I have a collection of bulbs that are available at Sam's, which also provide different kinds of drawings and things on how to, how to design and lay them out. But... Um, whether it's daffodils or tulips, now's the time to at least be thinking about where you may want to get those planted. Um, I consider containers a prime place for bulbs. We love growing lots of bulbs in containers. So if you're putting them in the containers now, do you just leave them out in the yard to winter over just like they would if you put them in the earth? Yeah, and top dress them with something that's uh, you know a nice sort of semi-cold hardy annual like pansies or violas. You can certainly use the the conventional cabbage and kale, but there are other things like um, well, you know, uh, the agaranthemum is very good. It's a mum-like flower. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also use snapdragons. They're slightly cold hardy, and um, even. Even even plants like uh, calabrocoa, that's that little, some people call it the little mini petunia, those can all take some cold. Or you can just do something very traditional like mums. Well, I love the idea of getting all of the containers set now for spring. But one thing you said when we first started talking is drifts of daffodils. And daffodils, that's how they're most beautiful, aren't they? When they're like naturalized instead of people making a nice little row of soldiers. <laughs> Yes, I agree. I tend to like to to do them in at least groups of 25, um, and I like to mix them as well, Amy. I think it's important to realize that if you, depending on the variety of daffodil you choose, it has a specific period of time. It typically blooms during the daffodil blooming season. So you can choose early, mid, or late blooming daffodils and what I like to do to really extend the season of bloom is to mix some early, mid, and lights together and then create that drift. And then you get almost a month up to maybe even six weeks of bloom. Oh, that is such a good idea. You know, I know that this is now we're talking a little bit about spring, but when people tie up their daffodil greenery, is that really important? What do we need to do there? Well, what's important is you want to preserve the foliage. Uh, because the foliage really is the workhorse that 
creates through photosynthesis the energy that goes back into the bulb. And that's the reason we don't like to cut the daffodils back until at least after six weeks. I typically like eight weeks. And uh, the tying back is, you know, that's fine for people who are neatniks. I'm not <laughs> a neatnik. But if you have the time and you want to do that, you can. Um, you know, I tend to like to plant day, daylilies with my um, with with my daffodils, and then what happens is the daffodil foliage just comes on up, and and sort of you know you don't your eye isn't drawn to the to the daffodils themselves. That's right, a little a little camouflage. I like that idea a lot. Yeah, yeah, because you don't really want to cut them back. You you know we try to let ours. We have so many. I, we have planted literally two hundred and twenty five thousand. On the farm, and we have another 45,000 to plant this year, so there's no time for tying daffodils back. No, I imagine not. You certainly (laughs) wouldn't be able to do all the other things you're doing if you were tying back those darn daffodils. Well, I love the idea. We're getting the containers set up for spring. What about just sort of making our yards feel really special for this season? What kind of decorating are you doing to your landscape for Halloween or even Thanksgiving? Well, what I like to do is cluster containers of grasses at the nursery. There's so many wonderful ornamental grasses where you can take two or three containers and kind of group them together and use two or three different types of grasses. And then at the base, just place uh, pumpkins or gourds. There's so many of those beautiful decorative pumpkins and kind of cluster them like that. That can be a beautiful arrangement that can carry you all the way until well past the Thanksgiving weekend. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. And could you leave those grasses then all winter long to sort of brown totally. over? And I love totally. that look. Yeah, and, and underneath them, underneath the grasses, could be all those bulbs. Oh, there you go. So we could put our grasses on top of the contain- or the, the daffodils that we've been doing. Oh, you're so smart. <laughs> now, the other thing to think about, there's so many vegetables to grow, too. I mean, you know, if you can find some, um, for instance, chard, it's so beautiful and delicious. Uh, we've planted a lot of fall vegetables in the way of chard and broccoli and and even got and we've even planted a fall crop of of um garlic but there are salad greens as well to consider lettuces arugula spinach um now's a good time to have those things coming along you can buy the plants it's probably better now it's a little late to sow seed but there are plants available we use bonnie vegetable plants, and there are plenty of those available just now, broccoli and so forth. Well, of course, we all know you as a master gardener, but you've got the cookbook, too, and that's so important to eat and cook seasonally from the garden. So what kinds of things are you cooking in this autumn autumn season? Well, the, the autumn is really one of my favorite times for a lot of reasons, and one, of course, is to is the time to cook. There are several recipes in there that are favorites of mine that tend to lean toward the autumn. One is a blackberry jam cake Mm. um, that includes black walnuts, which is very, very good. It was one of my my grandmother Smith's recipes. And then um, I also included one, which is a a pecan chess pie, Mm. um, (laughs) which is really, really rather decadent. 
And when we serve it here at the farm, people just go crazy over it. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure. So we're cooking seasonally, we're planting seasonally, we're keeping everything just as it should be. How do you bring sort of garden to the table? And I don't mean food this time, but decor. You know, what kind of things would you bring for a Thanksgiving centerpiece that you you could grab from your garden and yard? Well, one of the things that uh, I just had a little dinner party this past uh, weekend and posted several things on my Facebook page, and the centerpiece was just simply uh, down the center of the table, just a lot of green gourds that we grew here, and then we used some of the little glassy babies, uh, I love those little candle holders, uh, you know, along in and among the gourds. That looks so magical. I did some little um, tiny vases um, and filled those with grasses. I went and just cut some foxtail grass along one of the roads here at the farm, and just did bundles of those. And, you know, it really was so simple and so magical. Everyone just loved it. So I think keeping it simple and elegant is really what captures people's attention. And you really want to spend your time on the food and having some fun with your guests and having time with them and not being overly burdened by trying to lay a a very fancy table. I would agree. And there is something just about especially Thanksgiving that just the gourds and nuts and and seasonal items, even twigs. I know you do some pretty magical things with twigs and window boxes and arrangements. Any tips there? We can just run around our yard and grab a branch? Well, you know, as, as it cools down and we move more into winter, Amy, one of the things that I do in containers and in window boxes is just, you know, fill the fill the window box with with um, boughs of evergreens. Um, I love red twig dogwood. Oh, I love that. You know, you can shove into sort of use the use the soil in the container, if you will, as the floral foam that we typically use when we're doing arrangements. But you're sort of doing the arrangement in that container, and you can use uh, some of the winter hollies. Uh, I love the Alex decidua, the deciduous holly, sometimes called possum haw, with those tall stems with gray. They're gray in color with all the red berries on them. Red twig, twig dogwood I just mentioned. Mm-hmm. There's golden twig dogwood. Um, and then a wide range of evergreens, everything from blue spruce and noble fir and you know, pine and cedar, whatever you happen to have. Do you recommend putting any of those, um, the treatment on the evergreens to stop them from browning? Yeah, I, I think the antitranspirants are very good, and they will help because it just cuts down on the loss of, of water through the stomata or those little uh, openings on the undersides of the needles or leaves if we're talking about using magnolia or camellia or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I do think that helps, and it really helps to hydrate everything fully. We we have some big, large um, wash tubs that we use for filling up with water and, and let everything deep soak, even wreaths and things like that. We'll let them deep soak for a day or two before we hang them. Well, I just know that when I see people just forget about their landscape, forget about their entries, their window boxes, when the weather, weather turns cold, it's it's so sad. And if you're looking for inspiration, I'm telling you, P. Allen's book, Living in the Garden Home, Connecting the Seasons with Containers, Crafts, and Celebrations, there's like wreath ideas, container ideas, arrangement ideas, just lots of beautiful images to look at for inspiration. And there is also more on his website, pallensmith.com. 
com. And what's new? Anything anything new you want to make us aware of today? Well, you know, we have a lot of friends that follow us on Facebook, and I'd love for people to do that. You know, just P. Allen Smith on Facebook, and they should should hook up there. And uh, we're, we're posting lots of things, seven and eight, ten times a day. Wow. Yeah, and the the cookbook I'm very excited about, Amy. You mentioned it, and um, it's all based on the seasons and the food that we produce here at the farm. So it's it's all about seasonal cooking, and there's there are really a lot of good recipes in there. I've I, I use I've used those recipes for years, and I keep that cookbook at hand because um, it this. Well, in every season, it's very handy. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's really, it's really living the garden life if you're if you're pulling right from the garden in the right season. Well, it is always a pleasure to talk to you. I love your ideas and and such beautiful projects and and images. I'm going to put all of P. Allen's information on amystable.com. But again, you can find more at pallensmith.com, and you'll find him on Facebook too. Thank you so much. Great to talk to you again. My pleasure, Amy. You have a great fall, and let's talk again soon. Sounds great. Thank you. Bye-bye. Stick around for another helping from Amy's Table on Q102. Q!